Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Instinctual. My apologies on the delay. I've started uh, a new job and have been throwing myself into it. To that point, I actually don't even have a prepared subject to talk on, but I really want to keep this going, mainly for myself, but also for anybody that's listening and enjoying, as opposed to those people who are listening and not enjoying. So I figured I'd just talk about what's going on in my life right now. Um, yeah, let's start with back pain, because that's not fun. Um, of late, my my lower back has been getting me, and I figured it was because I was taking on a lot of responsibility at work that I really didn't need to, but I am a, a pleaser by a learned nature, which I am trying to unlearn. Um, maybe more on that later. And uh, I also, you know, I got a job at this place. It's a small team. And so I have, I've wanted to really lay down infrastructure, especially because it's a, it's a small team and the store in question is very raw. It's newer. And so I wanted to lay down infrastructure that I felt was the best. For me and for the team, of course, with a certain level of flexibility so we could shift things. So it makes sense. Oh, yeah, I'm taking on responsibility even though I am, you know, not the store director. I'm not even an assistant manager. You know, just all of that. Um, I have a book called Louise L. Well, it's called Heal Your Body by Louise L. Hay. Um, and uh, this is the expanded version with over 200 new entries. It, the mental causes for physical illness and the metaphysical way to overcome them. So I'm a firm believer that most physical ailments or diseases diseases have a emotional component to them. That isn't to say that if you get shot and you're hemorrhaging blood, like, well, where's the emotional component there? I mean, maybe... You needed to get shot? No. Um, <laughs> go get healed. Get help. Uh, that said, something like lower back pain. Um, well, let me pop to the page of this book. If I was a smarter man, I would have opened it ahead. But now you're going to just listen to me ramble while I open it up. I'm vamping. Um, here we go. Back problems. See spinal misalignments. Special section, page 74. However, what's available right here uh, and where I realized that I was way off. It says under back problems, lower fear of money, lack of financial support. You see, there's three columns in this book. The left column is, you know, the issue itself. So in this case, my lower back, the right column is what the issue represents emotionally. And then the far right column. So the middle column is what the issue represents. Excuse me. The far right column is the metaphysical answer metaphysics being if you merely say or think words they or have ideas uh, they will physically change the world now i could argue to some extent that and with no basis of fact um, that thoughts are a physical entity their matter in your brain there's a physical thing happening when you have a thought and when you say words you know when you speak sound is coming out sound waves you know um, a sound wave is is something that's happening in the physical world um 
So is it really metaphysical? Anyway, so the response to the fear of money, lack of financial support, you say, I trust the process of life. All I need is always taken care of and I am safe. I also had a little bit of a middle back issues, um, which have to do with guilt stuck in all that stuff back there, uh, as in get off my back. So kind of like being stuck in the past and, and feeling guilty about it. So the response to that is, I release the past. I am free to move forward with love in my heart. And um, I can safely tell you that I have dealt with both of those issues and continue to deal with both of those issues. And regardless of maybe your first things to go, well, fear of money, I'm like, come on, it's everybody. Who cares? You know, these issues are mine. I don't mean to sound cold I just and, and not to step away from the shared experience that we all have of of having similar issues it's more of just these are mine um and this is how i'm dealing with them if you have similar and give this a shot um again if your lower back is hurting give the fear of money lack of financial support that i trust the process of life all i need is always taken care of i am safe let go of whether you really feel that or believe that and focus on if you want to feel and believe that way. And if you want to let go of your back pain. Now, I will also say sometimes a massage doesn't hurt. Sometimes back pain is just back pain. You know, it doesn't really make sense if you're feeling financially safe and then you go and you work on a farm doing some backbreaking work and your back is sore. You know, chances are your back is sore. Get your significant other to give you a little massage, take a salt bath. But sometimes it is an issue with money or with guilt or with emotional support um and yeah that that's very real for me the fear of money that's been there the majority of my life i'm not gonna say that it started well i mean yeah i guess i will say it started with my father uh you know the big threat used to be like jonathan what do you want to do you you want to end up like one of those homeless people in Lower Wanker. For those of you uh, who don't know, I, I live in Chicago, and there is an area under the city called uh, Lower Wacker Drive. It's a street, rather, uh, and it's it's subterranean, um, and lots of homeless people go down there because, you know, at least you're not exposed to rain if it rains. Uh, it's also kind of dark and, and dirty because of the cars that drive down there, and so just naturally a cruise dirt. But that would be that would be a concern of his. That would be a threat on top of my father's pursuit of true financial success, as if you could say he wasn't. He was an upper upper middle class corporate lawyer and one of the more successful ones here in Chicago. Did very well for himself. Uh, but I definitely took that on, and I think I probably brought it with me from past lives. So you know, when is enough enough? And. I would say the goal of my heart is to get to a, a space financially where I never look at the price of anything that I truly want to buy, that my heart truly wants to buy, versus my ego, which would love a private jet or a couple of different Teslas and multicolors or, you know, stuff that I really don't need. Although I would love to go on a shopping spree at a couple of different tailors across the world. That I feel like, oh, I must need that, right? Um, no, if it's the, with, you know, with the fear of money, it's just a choosing to believe in abundance or in lack. 
And it does not matter how much money you have, whether it's, you know, a penny to your name or trillions of pennies to your name. Having enough is a state of mind, 100%. You look at these people like Jeff Bezos and, you know, name another rich person, who some of which have committed, you know, half of their wealth to charity, which is great. Um, part of the reason they got there, I'm a firm believer, is, well, actually, I don't know that I'm prepared to make that political statement, but but when is enough enough, and how much do you need to hoard? And is that something that you do out of unconditional love and abundance or something you do out of fear, fear of scarcity, fear of lack? So point being, make the choice in your head that whatever you have in this moment and whatever comes to you in the following moments is is always enough, Um, which is tough. And I'm still working on that. It's just that's the choice that I'm making. Um, so the guilt, that's, that's the money thing. That's the lower back. Now, as we move upwards to the middle back guilt and stuck, stuck in the past. Well, for me, I interpret that the guilt is easy. Um, dealing with guilt on my conduct and guilt about choices that I'm making. So it's funny in that, okay, I'm making these choices that I then feel guilty about. And yet I keep making them which is silly. It's like either make the choice and feel good about it. Just say, Hey, I want to, I want to make this choice or, you know, say, well, I don't really like how that choice, what, what feelings that choice ends up bringing up. I really am going to let go of it. I'm going to trust that I don't need that. I'll stick here. And I'm still caught with, you know, one, one leg on each side of that line in the grass. Um, and it really boils down to fear, fear of, Fear of missing out on the thing that I feel guilty over and fear of not knowing what will happen if I go with the trust, even though how many times have I gone with the trust and it'd be great. Um, and that's just how deep these this fear runs. So, yeah, there's nothing I'm working on. Um, and then I'm... I'm grieving as well. Um, I'm grieving over the shift of a relationship that I have held very dearly for a long time. And it's shifting. And I don't want that. And yet, I'm trying to stick with what I do want, which is why I certainly don't want as much of the change to occur, uh, mainly because I enjoy it. Um... I also want to keep a free and and an open relationship with anybody in my life, giving them the chance to change while obviously respecting any boundaries that I have. So where is the line there? And how do I maintain that? At the end of the day, I figure that stuff mostly out by myself. As I've said in previous podcasts, it's all about you. Everything is about you, which makes it easy to fix things. Um, maybe if I involve this person more, but that doesn't feel quite right either. Giving them space is, sometimes it's probably I'm doing it out of my ego, just like, yeah, give them space. And other times it's definitely the right choice. And then, yeah, 
fear of not being able to experience it again um this relationship that i had that that with that person but yeah so that's what's been going on with with my week weeks um and i don't really have more to say i'm sorry and this was definitely more stream of conscious undirected i hope well, there's my agenda of hoping that you enjoy each and every podcast and every one of them is meanful, meaningful and you come back and you tell your friends and, oh, it's amazing. And um, I want to let go of any agendas, especially with, with this. Actually, that's been that's been another cho- uh, problem. At work, the job that I've selected, um, uh, sales is uh, the position, basically, which I've always been resistant to. And everyone's like, oh, oh, you're going to be so good at sales. Uh, and I'm just like, what? Most of the time, I'm really good at, at working with people who don't want to buy things. Um, you know, they, they sure do love my, my customer service and spending time with me, but they don't necessarily love actually buying things from me, which mixed feelings. Um, it's been challenging not to succumb to this ego part of me that sees how other really successful salespeople sell things. And going, well, I don't know that that feels right for me. And yet, how do I achieve success? And do I want to achieve this, you know, stratosphere level success? And is this what I have to do to achieve it? No, big questions. And staying out of my ego, you know, really staying out of my ego in this position. And if I'm going to be selling, selling from the heart, from the highest good just trusting what comes up for me and then putting it out there for the person who is maybe going to want to buy things and and um, taking it from there. But yeah, I think that's it. So really light week, huh? Anyway, continuing on with the no agenda, I hope that you took this podcast however you did, or however you felt it. I, I mean, I, yeah, smorgasbord, buffet style. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you, if not in one week, or you, we will hear you, you'll hear me. If not in one week, then maybe in the next. Have a great day, and remember that you are unconditionally loved, so unconditionally love yourself. <laughs>